But it is already 2-12 on a Thursday, and that means All Sugar Meats provides you an opportunity to get all your meat-related questions answered. You're talking cuts, you're talking rubs, what to ask your butcher, what you dare not speak to your butcher. We visit with the meat dude, Spencer Wirt, joining us right now. Spence, welcome back, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Tyler? Doing well. We just did the math. Uh, obviously, it's a short week for many people next week with the holidays, and then I've got a couple of days off after. So I, now I'm in that countdown period, and I didn't realize how big of a break I'm getting. So I've got a little hitch in the giddy-up of just that I want to get out of here. Did you get a deer yet? No, I didn't. I didn't go last weekend. I, I thought we talked about this on the show, but yeah, I didn't oh, go last weekend. I, know. Uh, I am going on Saturday and potentially Sunday if need be. Uh, Look, and, I am yeah. an intent listener. I know. But there are these things called evenings after work that some people take advantage of as well. Do you, do you know what time it gets dark? <laughs> yeah, it's usually dark by the time I get out of here. I don't know what kind of shop hours you've got. Hell, you could be done at 3 o'clock for all I know. I wish. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know. What are your hours, do I ask? My personal hours? You don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then business speak hours not. are 7 to 4, but uh, my hours, nobody wants to know those. Okay. Well, uh, I guess I asked, and I was told I don't want to know, so therefore I don't. People want to know uh, how to get things ready for Thanksgiving in the text club already. The Adventure RV text club's at 35270. You got a question for the meat dude? You send it in, I'll ask him. Uh, Tyler, question for the meat dude. They have MD, but in parentheses, meat dude. Any suggestions for making a ham something memorable, something other than just plain good ham? <laughs> I, to me, plain good ham is memorable. I don't know what's wrong with a plain good ham. Well, wait, uh, do you want to have them cut up a couple pieces of pineapple and a toothpick and throw it in the oven? I mean, get weird with it. I, I you know... <laughs> When it comes to the cooking, I am not that outside of the box. I am with, like, methods and such. But the thing about ham is that it's already cooked. It, what's going to create something unique and awesome has already been done to it. So you're kind of, I mean, you can you can hit it with more smoke. You can try to dress it up with seasoning. But a whole muscle ham is pretty difficult to really introduce new flavors to because it's already been cooked it's cooked meat you're just reheating it i heard so okay go ahead well i was just going to end with um focus more on the sides i guess i, I don't know <laughs> I, i'm sorry the beginning of my sentence interrupted the middle of yours i didn't mean for that to happen uh, i heard one time of a couple of guys taking a full ham and soaking it in rum and calling it rum ham, do you think that would work? I, that doesn't sound good to me, but give her a go, I guess. Okay. I'll be sure to let those individuals know. 35270. Tyler, does brining a turkey add a major difference to how the turkey will taste? Uh, if we're talking just like submersion brining, uh, because chicken takes brine really well the proteins will take absorb brine really well but depending on the size of the turkey if you really want that brine to hit home you might want to inject it uh, you know you can buy them kitchen needle injectors that look like little syringes that will drastically influence your uptake of brine and if you're just submerged submersion brining so essentially pickling it uh, you just got to give it plenty of time but yes brine 
will drastically influence poultry as a whole, um, stop it from getting dry in a basic brine. We're talking just salt, sugar, and uh, water at like 10 to 15% of your green wing weight being the weight of the bird before injected. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll notice a huge difference of eating texture, flavor, juiciness, everything with just a simple brine when it comes to turkey. Another, poultry in general. Another turkey question for you. I think this person just wanted to throw in this now common uh, word or phrase that we're going to have. Uh, Tyler Quench, for the meat dude, I'm smoking 18 pounds turkey or 18 pound turkey for Thanksgiving. I want uh, to certain it is uh, moist and not dried out. Should I do the Texas cheat? Also, should I spatchcock it? Yes, for sure, spatchcock it. Um, you don't necessarily need to do the old Texas cheat um, because the skin usually creates a, a humidity trapping barrier on turkey. Um, but depending on monitoring when you're cooking, if if the you know the the breasts are taking a long time to get up to that 165, that's a telltale sign that you need to tent it. You need to use the Texas crutch, the Texas cheat, whatever it was that we decided that that slang term was called um, to essentially create more humidity and therefore cooking it faster. Uh, Let's stay on this Thanksgiving trend because people are already thinking about this. Uh, I know when you have turkey, depending on how many pounds, how many days in advance you got to take it uh, out for it to thaw. Walk me through the thawing process of, yeah, I mean, is there a method that works best or is it just, hey, get it that slow thaw, throw it in the fridge, you know, sometimes people get in a hurry and like, oh, my God, I forgot. So you put it out just on the counter on a plate. And, of course, that doesn't happen or work for turkey. But, I mean, your prime ribs, I know you're a big lamb guy uh, for the holidays, uh, you know, these turkeys. W- what's the preferred thawing method? Is there one? Or, hey, just as long as it gets that, that room temp type thing. Yeah, if, uh, you know, the, the – Putting something into fridge to thaw is the ideal situation, no matter what you're thawing out. Um, that's going to create the safest thaw. That's going to create create the most even thaw, uh, where the outside doesn't get too warm compared to the inside type situation. And 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 poultry specifically, on um, just like a food safety side of things, is is most of the time why you say where you where you hear the experts per se say the only way to thaw it out is in the fridge and that's why you see so many publications out there on like you just said uh how long it's going to take to thaw this size of turkey just because their you know microbial world is so much different than red meat um but red meat you can get away with thawing on the counter uh you know if i'm in a pinch i'll submerge it in cold water in my in my sink and to, to, to start that thawing process to kick it into high gear if I'm thawing out like steaks in a vacuum package or, uh, you know, a beef roast in a vacuum package, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously fridge is the ideal method, but mm-hmm. not everybody is as prepared as some, I guess. Yeah, like myself included. Did you say cold water? Yeah. Okay, because I've, I've had Cause like... Because, again, you don't, you don't want hot water because yeah. then the surface is going to get warm. And the middle is still going to be frozen. So you put it in, um, you know, essentially as cold as your faucet will go and throw it in there to get a, a nice mellow thaw. You don't want to, you don't want a rapid thaw. 
So I know you're just saying, hey, for this type of meat, you can get away with that because I've had to do that method with, say, like ring sausage. I forgot that I need to take out some venison from a year and, uh, okay, it's vacuum sealed. But I've been doing the hot water. I mean, does it matter if it's if it's kind of that yeah, sauce, well, sausage, sausage is fine? Right. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Gonna, and, it, and the diam, the diameter of it is, you know, diameter of the chunk of meat also has mm-hmm. a huge influence on it as well. Again, think of a 20-pound turkey, big, bulky, same width as height. A ring of sausage is only an inch in diameter, so um, the thought process is drastically different. So, yeah, you're completely fine. When and you, it's cooked. When you, get, <laughs> when you get your deer, we're stepping all over each other today. What do you get your deer finally? You got that venison. What do you usually do with it? Do you process it all out in your shed, out in your garage? You know, we joke around uh, the cutting table here at work all the time that there's something about cutting a deer in your garage with a beer next to you. Uh, even though it's a little more work because you got to, you know, set up the cardboard on the ground. You got to put the stuff over your tabletop, set in your garage. But it's just, I don't know, it, it just makes it more fun to yeah. do it in your garage. It's part of the tradition. It doesn't really feel like work if you got that cold beverage keeping you company as well, maybe with a friend exactly. or two over there. Uh, question for the meat dude. Can you pressurize cook a turkey? Ooh, that's a good question. I think you can pressurize cook anything. If it fits in your pressure cooker, I think you're good. All right. Uh, you're digitizing them in there. I know that you've done the uh, deep fried turkey before. You recommend? Highly recommend. Yes, it is. Uh, it is good. If there, there's only two methods that I would cook a turkey anymore, and that's either spatchcocking and smoking, or deep frying. Very good, Spencer. Anything else before I let you go? The other comments coming in, I think, are tongue in cheek. So I don't know if I want to broach them. Somebody's asking about a microwave in turkey. I don't think you need to dive into that one. I'll take care of that when I let you go. Anything else before I do that, though? Uh, no, I think uh, we'll. I think we'll talk one more time before Thanksgiving. But uh, good luck to any hunters still, and uh, I'll be sure to send you a Snapchat when I shoot the big one. Well, please do. I can't wait for when my friends rub in that. <laughs> hey, look what I was able to do, and not you. Well, yeah, we'll we'll visit again next Wednesday for all the people that have emergencies. Like, oh my God, I forgot to take the turkey out. What do I do now? Oh, so I we'll catch in uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Tell them, man, you have a good luck hunt, and uh, we'll talk later on. Sounds great. All right. To Spencer Worth, the meat dude, every week this conversation brought to you by Audubon. All Sogger Meats, you can find them in Audubon, formerly known as Audubon Meats. Uh, somebody's wondering about uh, them because Audubon is the place to go. They're expanding out there. And, uh, well, if they've got some new, um, I guess, announcements, we'll be the first to tell you about it when, in fact, that does roll around. I appreciate those questions. Wondering about some of those. Maybe words getting out, but they'll tell you about that right here on Afternoons Live. I got to step away. We'll come back to all your messages next year on KFGO.